Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be his holy name. Yes. My soul doth magnify the Lord. My soul doth magnify the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. 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 This has been an enrapturous day. From morning until night, the Lord has visited his people and blessed us with his presence. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, his name is to be praised. Ooh, hallelujah. Can you do it again? Can you just praise him again? <laughs> worthy. Somebody tell him worthy. You're worthy. Somebody tell him holy. You're holy. Somebody call him healer. Somebody call him savior. Somebody call him redeemer of my soul. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord our God. Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. I... I invite your attention this evening to the book of Proverbs and the fourth chapter. The book of Proverbs and the fourth chapter. And while you're turning there, let me say again that this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, pardon me, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., uh, there will be opportunity for you to pray here at the church. And we had such a good first week of the year coming in here at noon. Uh, the noon hour praising and praying unto the Lord is a beautiful presence of God in this sanctuary. Uh, this week from 5 to 8 p.m. there will be ministers here available. And uh, you are welcome to come and pray unto the Lord uh, through those hours. Something happens when we pray. The enemy is turned back. Glory. You know, sometimes we cope too much with the enemy. God gives us victory over the enemy. Hallelujah. We don't need to cope with what God wants us to cast out and to trample under our feet and be victorious over in the name of Jesus. And prayer does that. So, so uh, keep that in mind from 5 to 8 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday this week. Uh, there will be prayer available here at the church. Uh, when you're getting off work, uh, whatever your schedule, feel free to come in and just spend some time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. From the book of Proverbs and the fourth chapter, uh, we're reading from the seventh verse, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7. And we're going to read a few verses. And I, I'm not going to be preaching long tonight. I just want to just share some things the Lord has laid on my heart. Proverbs 4 and 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. Wow. She shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear. O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. 
Enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it and pass away. For they sleep not except they have done mischief. Their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just, oh hallelujah, but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. I would like to concentrate your attention on verse 18. The path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. And by the help of our God, I would like to preach on this subject for just a little while. The path to the perfect day. The path to the perfect day. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit that is so readily available to us in this house. I pray, God, that your word would have free course. Hallelujah, have free course. I pray, God, that you would let your word sink deep into our hearts, the hearts of every hearer. Transform us, Lord, from being merely hearers of your word to doers of your word, that we may live abundantly in you. In the precious name of Jesus, I ask for your anointing upon myself and the people as we hear your word and apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, and the church said, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. This has been on my heart and been in my spirit. And as I was preaching this morning, it just kind of spilled out a little bit in the message. And uh, I thought, whoa, horsey, we'll hold that for tonight. And uh, the perfect day, what, a, what an idea. The perfect day. Now, what, we, we may not be able to fully fathom that concept. We have a, maybe a different idea of what the perfect day might be. You know, if you're thinking of a perfect day, it might, and I'm sure it would involve coffee. Uh, it might involve a little, uh, maybe a, a, a snowy landscape, depending on what time of year you're in. Some of y'all are probably getting sick of cold right now, so perhaps it involves blooming flowers. And it may not be flowers in your own yard. It might be flowers in some tropical paradise somewhere. The perfect day may not even be able to be had here at home. It might have to be on vacation, the way that we view it sometimes. And, but the real perfect day is unlike any good day you've ever had. You have never, I have never, none of us have ever experienced the true, genuine, perfect day. When the Bible talks about the perfect day, it is referring to a day that is so absolutely perfect, so beautiful, full of life, full of life. And, and words really fail to describe because even as I say that, full of life, 
that doesn't really mean anything to us because we don't know what life really is. To us, life is challenging. I know I've heard people say, life is hard. Well, yeah, on this earth, life is hard. I've heard people say, life is tough. And all manner of explanations as to how difficult life can be. And there's no question that life can throw us curves when we least expect it. You think about all that can go wrong and you wonder how in the world people stay sane and don't worry and don't fret and don't constantly have concern about what a day may hold. I thank God that I have Jesus. I've heard so many people say, and I can concur, I don't know how people make it without Jesus. And the fact is, many people don't. They just simply cannot cope because they don't have that peace that passes all understanding. Just today we learned that a pastor by the name of Bishop Eddie Long, Atlanta, Georgia, passed away at the age of 63. As the uh, year concluded, there were more people who passed away of a famous stature. Carrie Fisher, who many knew as Princess Leia. Her mother, the very next day, Debbie Reynolds, longtime Hollywood actress, passed away. George Michael, a famous singer, entertainer passed away uh, people were saying that 2016 was cruel because so many people had passed away and so many things had happened and you don't know who's going to pass away in a given day the bible says boast not thyself of tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring and so at the end of each year i see the I see the memorial tributes to lives that have been taken out of this earth. Lives that have made impressions and have imprinted their, themselves into the thought fabric of humanity. Through song, through entertainment, through politics, through sport, through some measure. There are people who have a certain name recognition because of their, of their media exposure. And there are tributes aplenty. And of course, for every one person who we may all recognize their name, there are millions of people who we never knew their name, but they passed off of this earth. And year after year after year, this, it's, 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 it's just a gleaning that occurs. And people are removed from the earth. And some at very young ages, some at old ages some in middle ages but but it's this it's this endless cycle folks this is a sorrow stricken world that's not normal i've heard people say well death is as much a part of life as birth is well it is a part of this fallen life but death is so unnatural there's a reason why it's tragic and traumatizing it's unnatural we're not supposed to die. That was never God's intent. That was never God's plan. That was never God's desire. We are not supposed to die. In fact, God 
set his sights on death and said that death shall be destroyed. The Bible teaches us that the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. There is this, there is this ongoing dialogue through the scriptures where God singles death out. In the book of Hosea, God says to death, because death, death is an individual. In fact, death is a spirit. The Bible calls it an angel of death. It is a spirit. Death, death isn't just something that happens. Death is a spirit. And it shall be destroyed, oh hallelujah, in the latter days. It's the last enemy that shall be destroyed. And God singled death out in the book of Hosea and said, Oh death, I will be thy plagues. God said that to death. Just letting you know. I will be thy plagues. Prophet Isaiah spoke the word of the Lord to death and said, Oh death, where is thy sting? Oh grave, where is thy victory? Oh hallelujah. And so God had this ongoing dialogue until finally in the, in the end of it all, the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. And when death is destroyed, cast into a lake that burns with fire along with hell along with the grave along with the antichrist along with the false prophet oh hallelujah and everybody whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life that's why you better get your name written in the Lamb's book of life Amen. That's why we preach repentance and baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's why we unabashedly and unashamedly say except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Because this isn't, this isn't something to play with, ladies and gentlemen. This is, this is not just real life. This is real eternity. Oh, Hallelujah. And so when we talk about the fact that, that, that one's name must be written in the Lamb's book of life, God is serious about that. In fact, the disciples came back and they had performed several miracles, including casting devils out. And they came back like, like uh, just showing off, saying to Jesus, we have authority over the devils. And they're like high-fiving each other and, and chest-bumping and saying, can you believe we have authority over the devils? And Jesus said, what are you talking about? Of course you have authority over the devils. That's not what you should be shouting about. You need to be shouting about the fact that your name is written in the book of life. Glory to God. When death is destroyed, oh death, where is thy sting? Oh grave, where is thy victory? Oh death, I will be thy plagues. When death is destroyed, when death is removed, when that serpent had tempted Eve and succeeded in getting Adam and Eve to fail and fall and bring sin into the world and death by sin, the Lord singled out that serpent and said, on your belly you shall go and eat the dust of the ground. And he said, you might have bruised their heel today, but the seed of this woman shall rise up and crush your head because God isn't taking this lying down. That's why God manifested himself in the flesh. 
That's why God came down into the form of man and walked this earth and lived a life of obedience. Hallelujah. Death had no hold on him because Jesus never allowed sin into his heart or into his body. And when he died the death that all of us were to die, he overcame death. He overcame hell. He overcame the grave. Hallelujah. He went ahead and became obedient unto death so that all of us could have authority over death. My God, have mercy. We've got something to shout about. We've got something to rejoice over. We've got something to give God praise about. Hallelujah. I wish I could preach it. The way it needs to be understood. I can only go so far. I've only got a, 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 a limited amount of words that can adequately describe how beautiful that perfect day is. Because I have nothing to compare it to. None of us know what life is like without death. None of us know what life is like without sadness. None of us know what life is like without sickness. None of us know what life is like without turmoil. None of us know what life is like without aging none of us know what life is like without all these effects that were brought into this world by sin but oh hallelujah through the presence of God and through the revelation of our precious Savior we can taste of heavenly things we can taste and see that the Lord is good hallelujah this this is why we, we, we really encourage people to praise God, to enter into his presence, with, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Because if you can get enveloped into his presence, then you can get a little taste, oh glory, of what it's going to be like on that perfect day when nobody will ever die again, and when no sickness will ever stalk you again. You don't have to worry about your body manifesting some kind of a strange symptom you'll have a glorified body you'll have an immortal body when I say immortal body I need you to understand what I'm saying I'm saying you will have a body that will never get sick you will have a body that will never die you will have a body that will live forever and ever it's a perfect day you won't even need coffee I said, you won't even need coffee. Coffee, what? I've got all the energy I need. I've got all the focus I need. I've got everything. I, I've got a glorified body. I'm living in a perfect day. I'm living in a perfect day. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to the Lamb of God. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. Hallelujah. When I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me to the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. There is coming a day where no heartaches shall come. No more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. All is peace 
forevermore on that happy golden shore what a day glorious day that will be there'll be no sorrow there no more burdens to bear no more sickness no pain no more parting over there and forever I will be with the one who died for me what a day what a glorious what a glorious day that will be what a glorious day hallelujah that will be as I journey through the land singing as I go pointing souls to Calvary to the crimson flow many arrows pierce my soul from without within but my Lord leads me on through him I must win win in service for my Lord dark may be the night but I'll cling more close to him he will give me light Satan's snares shall vex my soul turn my thoughts aside but my Lord goes ahead leads whatever betide when in valleys low I look toward the mountain height and behold my Savior there leading in the fight with a tender hand outstretched toward the valley low guiding me I can see as I onward go when before me billows rise from the mighty deep then my Lord directs my bark he does safely keep and he leads me gently on through this world below he's a real friend to me oh I love him so oh I want to see him look upon his face there 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 on that perfect day there to sing forever of his saving grace on the streets of glory, on the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past. Cares all past. You, you, don't, you don't even know and I don't know what that feels like. There's, I, there's not one burden in that city. There's not one kind of a... That's why Jesus warned them in the parable with the thorns that choked the plant life. He said those are the cares of this, of this life. But I'm talking about a perfect day in which cares will be all past. Home. Home. Home at last. Ever ever to rejoice hallelujah we are so accustomed to such a fallen earth we have grown so comfortable with a fallen earth to the point that the pleasures of this world that aren't even pleasures at all seem so important to us and they seem to be so enjoyable to us but in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. That's the difference between a fake pleasure and a real pleasure. A fake pleasure is, is signified by the fact that it is temporary. 
It is short-lived. It's a, it's a high and then it's a letdown. Katy Perry came out years ago with a song that said, Show them you're a firework. That's the whole problem. Is that so many people are so enamored. By the idea of being a firework. You know what a firework does. It has a big blast off. Looks good for two seconds. And then it fizzles out. But that's not who. I'm not a firework. I'm a burning flame. Forever. In the presence of my God. This lamp of God burns continually. When we've been there 10,000 years, 10,000 years, 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Amazing grace, amazing grace, amazing grace. But I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. To get there to the perfect day, you're not just going to get there by accident. You can go to hell by accident. But you can't get to heaven by accident. You can fall, stumble, and stutter, and, and bumble, and, 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 and drift off into hell. But you can't get to heaven like that. There's a path. The path. The path of the just. Not a path. The path of the just. Hallelujah. The path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Glory. It's not a path. It's the path. It's not one of many, one of several. It's a narrow way that leads to life everlasting. Now there is a broad way. And there are many that find it. And the media promotes it. And the media says that this is the normal way. This is the normal path. The broad way is the normal route that everybody should take. And if you don't take this path, then there's something wrong with you. Here's the problem. The broad way leads to destruction. But the narrow way leads to life everlasting. I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, don't be deceived by how narrow the path is. It's narrow. There's some times where you got to get down on your hands and knees and crawl. There's sometimes you got to put your back against the wall and just kind of ease on through. It's not easy. It's not convenient. It's not convenient. I said it's not convenient. It's challenging. It's difficult. There are times when you don't know if you're going to make it. But that's the path that leads to the perfect day. If you get on that path and walk, walk, walk with God down the path of the just, it will lead you to the perfect day. You can get on the Broadway. The Broadway's got like marshmallow slides, rainbow escalators. It's got... You know, it's got everything imaginable. It's got like candy houses and pleasures, pleasures of this life, pleasures of this life that last for a season, 
And then they drop you. But you don't know anything but the Broadway, so you get back on the Broadway. And you follow that path, and you're encouraged because some of your favorite athletes are on the Broadway with you. So it can't be that bad. Because some of the smartest politicians are on the Broadway with you. It can't be that bad because some of your favorite singers are on the Broadway with you. Can't be that bad because some of your best friends are on the same broad path and all are walking headlong into hell. But the path of the just is a narrow way that leads to life everlasting, that leads to a perfect day where there is no more sickness, where there is no more pain, where there is no angel of death. The angel of death shall not enter that city. Get off the broad path. Get off the broad way. I don't care how many people are vouching for it, voting for it. I don't care how many people are singing about it. I don't care how many people. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you got to get yourself back into an old-fashioned altar. Get a hold of God. Seek the face of God. Hear this, what the Bible says. This is the way the Bible said it. Seek ye the Lord. Well, he may yet be found. The inference, the obvious inference is that there will come a moment where there's not going to be any more praying and there's not going to be any more worshiping and there's not going to be any more singing and there's not going to be any more shouting and there's not going to be any more pastor preaching his guts out trying to tell somebody to save yourselves from this untoward generation. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. All that for certain people will be done away. I don't know for who or when, but it could be tomorrow. Some of us could show back up next Sunday with our hands uplifted. And yet one through the week could have been taken into eternity. Somebody stands behind the pulpit and says, let's please remember the family of fill in the blank. As they cope with this time of sorrow, the passing of their beloved father, mother, daughter, son, brother, sister. I'm telling you about a world in which you live. There's a death angel on the loose in this world. You better have hope beyond this life. I said you better have hope beyond this life. Listen, there are a lot of teenagers that had a lot of big plans who died as teenagers. There are a lot of young adults, a lot of, a lot of young fathers and young mothers and who had a lot of high hopes and big dreams and aspirations. And they had plans for the very next day. They had stuff on their calendar. Folks met them at restaurants that didn't get the news. Didn't realize that they had been taken so quickly from this world into eternity. And I just wonder what path they were on. I just wonder what path they were on. The path of the just is the only path that leads to the perfect day. And oh, what a perfect day. Oh, what singing. Oh, what shouting on that happy morning when we all shall rise. Glory. Hallelujah.
in that city where the Lamb is the light, in that city where there cometh no night, have a mansion over there, and it's free from toil, and it's free from care. I'm going to the city where the Lamb is the light. Where are you going in eternity? I know where you plan to go tomorrow and tonight. I'm not talking about Tuesday and Wednesday. and I'm talking about eternity. I'm talking about if this was your last night on this planet. If this was your last night to live in this mortal body. Where are you going? Where are you headed? Because there's only one path that leads to the perfect day. And it's the path of the just. And few there be that ever find it. Fewer maybe than what you think. Oh, don't think just because you sit in a seat in this building that you're on the path of the just. Don't think just because you got a Sunday morning set time to be here that you're on the path of the just. You better have a deeper relationship with God than that. You better have a closer walk with God than that. If you're not walking with God, ladies and gentlemen, you're on the wrong path. I said, if you're not walking with God, you're on the wrong path. If you're not walking hand in hand with Jesus, you're on the broad way. We're so accustomed to this life, to this world, we don't even know what heaven is like. We can't even imagine it. I remember wanting to get my driver's license before Jesus came back. Because I didn't know what heaven was going to be like. Because my body and your body is so, so different than what God ever intended us to be. Folks, do you know that Adam named every species of fish? The body that God made for man in the beginning was capable of discovering and naming every species of fish. There are fish undiscovered in modern days that Adam has already named. Because he had the kind of body that God intended all of us to have. But as time progressed and sin took its toll... And death wreaked its havoc and that grim reaper stuck its sickle into the harvest fields of humanity. Our lifespans are short. We could go at any time. This isn't where my hope is built. My hope is built on that holy city. That holy city where no death, no death, no death. No pain, no nausea, no strep throat, no leukemia, no flu virus, no diabetes, no cancer, that ungodly devil from hell, no cancer in the name of Jesus Christ. None of it, none of it is in that city. There will never be any parting over there. You won't have to say goodbye ever again. You won't have to say to your loved ones, I'll see you in the morning. This is the morning. There is no night in that city. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. It's so powerful and so poignant that it even takes away the sorrow of death in this life. When we look through the, the window darkly, 
Hallelujah. And we look at, at the prospect of passing from this world into eternity. It can seem so daunting, so intimidating. What is it about it that seems intimidating? It's the cares of this life. It's knowing who we will leave behind. It's not wanting to miss out on what will happen next. I can't imagine a world where I won't be in it. And it, it's just, that's just sad to think about. Of course, there were thousands of years before I got here. It was just fine. But I can't even imagine just going on to eternity and then the next day everybody goes on with their life. And well, he was a jolly good fellow, but, but I got to get to where I'm going. That sadness, though, is removed when you consider who all you are going to be meeting in the morning. There's a great cloud of witnesses who have laid aside every weight and sin that doth so easily beset them. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. The saints of all the ages. Hallelujah. Singing heaven's glorious song of the redeemed. Await each and every pilgrim that passes from this world into the eternities. Walking the path of the just. I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. You'll have many opportunities as you walk this path of the just. You'll have opportunities to enter into the path of the wicked. But hear what the word of the Lord says. Enter not into the path of the wicked. Enter not into the path of the wicked. And no, go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it. Pass away from it. Their sleep is taken from them. They have no peace. Don't you know, ladies and gentlemen, that's why there is a multi-billion dollar industry called alcohol? Because people are looking for a way to escape the pleasures of this world. Don't you know that's why there's a drug infestation in our world both illegally and legally because people are desperate to escape the pains of this life tonight in the name of Jesus I implore you to get on the path of the just and follow Jesus follow Jesus follow Jesus I can hear, if you could hear what the Spirit is saying to the church right now, you would hear him say, take up your cross and follow me. Take up your cross and follow me. If you could hear my heartbeat, you would hear me say, follow me as I follow Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. Get in line. Get on this path of the just. Noah was a just man. Hallelujah. And the Bible said he was perfect in all his generations. And he walked with God. And do you know who survived the flood? Noah. And you know who else outside of his family? No one. Noah survived and no one else survived. Because he walked with God. And they walked not in the ways of the righteous. I wonder if somebody could just lift a prayer to the Lord right now. Could you lift a prayer unto the Lord right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Could you stand with me right now in the presence of God? I wish I could, I wish I had a, I wish I had a way of making it so abundantly understood. The Bible says that the queen of Sheba came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. When she got there, whatever made her think she should go was pretty compelling, wouldn't you say? She came from the uttermost parts of the earth. But when she got there, she said, the half has not been told. There is a, there is a half of this message that I can preach. I can only hope that it's compelling enough to bring you from the uttermost parts of wherever you are to see the king. I can say there's a lake that burns with fire. I, I can only hope that that is compelling enough. I can say that there's a city where we'll never grow old. I can only hope that's compelling enough. But there is a half to this message that cannot be told. It can only, only be experienced. And I wonder if there's somebody in this place tonight. I know it's Sunday night. I know you got plans. I know tomorrow's a holiday celebrating Martin Luther King Day. And, and I know that you, pro if you probably don't have school and you may not have work. But, but could you just imagine if tonight was your only night to get in touch with God and you didn't have any hope for tomorrow? How would you pray? How would you pray? My heart broke as I looked at a picture of a, of a young lady who was lamenting the passing of a friend. She was with her friend in the picture. He was 17 years old. He was full of life, full of ambition, full of hopes and dreams. But this world we're living in is a world plagued by death. All it took was one drunk driver to slam into the back of their car and send him sailing through the window where he was hit by another car. His body vulnerable, no seat belt, seat, window just midair. Probably had already passed away when he went through the windshield. Hit by another car before he hit the ground. It's called death. I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to, to depress anybody. I'm trying to be real with people tonight. That there is a perfect day we're living for. There's a perfect day we're looking to. And if you're living for this life, you're living for the wrong thing. And if you're if you're trying to, to glean every bit of pleasure you can get out of this world, I'm telling you, you're living for the wrong thing. There is a path that leads to the perfect day. There is a path. There's a path. You can get on this path, and it doesn't matter where you are on this path of the just. Woo, hallelujah.
There's no devil in hell that can prevent you from reaching that perfect day if you just get on this path and run with patience the race that is set before you. Come on, you need to lay aside that weight of bitterness. You need to lay aside that weight of arrogance. You need to lay aside that weight of lust. You need to lay aside that weight of sin, temptation. There's nothing worth missing out on that perfect, perfect, perfect day. I want somebody to come right now and seek God like it's your last opportunity to seek Him. I want somebody to come seek the face of God while He may yet be found. I would to God that somebody would just approach Him and say, God, if this is my last prayer I'll ever pray in this body, this is the prayer I'd pray. If this is the last song I sing, in this body, this is the passion I'll sing it with. Rid me of my son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lead me to the cross. Come on, get on that path today. Get on that path today. I belong to you. 